Hi guys, welcome to the second episode of Perfectly Imperfect with me, Masi here. And if you're new here, welcome to this uh, podcast. And thank you so much for all of you who shared my last um, episode and reposted it and all the feedbacks I received on my inbox. It really helps a lot. It really encourages me to know that you guys are getting inspired by what I'm sharing to you. So today's episode uh, or today's topic is about dealing with loss and grief. And we are experiencing, we are experiencing it. Um, okay. I'm having a close friend of mine called Eva. I've known her for more than five years. So she's just like a sister to me and she's going to share her journey with us about her loss and how she dealt with it. So welcome guys. And yeah, so we are going to go right ahead and start. So Eva, welcome to the to this podcast. Thank you. And so who is Eva? Or tell us more about Eva. Uh, Eva is a young woman, if I may say a woman, woman aged between 21 years and 25, mm-hmm. uh, raised in a family of two girls, yeah, I know, I would say a, a what, a middle class family, not that bad, not that good, it's a, quite a nice family, and a God-fearing woman, yes, I finished my campus, waiting for my graduation, and Right now, it's hustling around. So there you have it, guys. Clearly, ladies don't like to tell their age. <laughs> She's above the age of between 21 and 25. Okay, which is fine. Okay, so Eva, you lost Mike. Who was Mike to you? Or what did you have with Mike? Okay. Uh, Mike was... Okay, I would start saying Mike was my boyfriend. Okay, or more than my boyfriend also. And we we had dated for like three years. Yes, and we had we had moved in together with him. That is for like a few months or a year, I don't know. Yes, and he was my best friend. We would talk a lot about a lot of things. I would I was so free with him, very free, in fact, extremely. In, in in levels that I can't even tell. There's mm-hmm. some things that you can't even tell your friends what you do with him. Mm-hmm. But I was very free with him. It was literally like my friend, and I was his friend too. Yes. Yeah. So um, how did Mike relate with people, or what was Mike's relationship with other people, his classmates, your friends, his friends? Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, Mike was okay. Unlike me, I'm not social. I'm really not social. But he was very social and very accommodating. And to some extent, it would even irritate me. You miss Pendi Watu. Watu wengi around me. <laughs> yes, Pendi Watu karibu na me. But he loved the company of many people. So there's this time, I'll come and birthday party. And I'm asking him, Ay, tumeka, tumeka hapa sana. How do you want people to go home? Na kuna ngina wanaenda mbali. I'm like, hakuna mnye anenda home. Tunenda si wote kwetu. He was like, tunenda si in a small room. Like, a small room, how will we fit in a small room? Ten people. And we just we just fit in the house. Mm-hmm. So it was that kind of a person. And to, to be with people, to interact with them, to, uh, to hype them and to make them feel happy. And even spend on them. Yeah. 
Uh, you've talked about birthdays. You know, birthdays are a big deal to most people and I believe even to those listening to this. Birthdays are really a great deal. How are your birthdays or how did you celebrate your birthdays around Mike? Yeah, my my, birth, my birthday was a big deal. But I don't think... Okay, my my birthdays were a big deal. The, the past two birthdays, it made them so mega that I couldn't even redo it for him mm. so whatever i did it for him was always small compared to what he did and he was very generous to everyone mm. actually so it, it was extreme when it came to me uh-huh. so yeah. he treated you like just okay let us just say <laughs> princess treatment <laughs> yes. or soft life so how will you do this soft life <laughs> Okay. Soft life is just something. Once in a while. Yes. Okay, that's fine. So how mm. would you describe your relationship with Mike? The relationship, of course, there are ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Our downs were so many. The ups were so high. We were either so high or so low. Mm-hmm. At it's either we are very happy or very sad. And our arguments would just go for so long. Yeah, but our ups would always be there. And we always find a way to solve our issues. In fact, we solved our issues, but then they involved lengthy talks. You would talk for long because the kind of background Mike was raised, he was in a very humble background. Unlike me, I was a, I'm a daddy's girl. My eye, so it's just but for him he wanted me to become his world I have to serve a role of his mother because he didn't have parents I had to serve the role of being his girlfriend to being his only family okay his family because he had a brother who's it's a story for another day but it's his family who's around so I had to serve many roles in his life so the moment I did something small it really got into him and the fights were bad. So the fights were mostly because of where he came from and maybe to some extent at first I didn't understand him. Yeah. So you've talked about ups and downs. Could you cite just one example where you guys okay, one of your best moments around Mike and one of your I, w- I wouldn't want to put it as worst but you're one of your lowest points around Mike. Hi. Okay, well, my my happiest moments with Mike, I don't know. I think it was my 20, 20, 21st birthday. Is it 20, my 21st birthday? The surprise was a little bit big. I didn't expect it because I because we had moved in, so I knew the amount, the money that we had. Mm-hmm. So whatever he brought, I wondered, is it pesa zimetoka wapi? Umetoka pesa yaku to just do all this. In, and are you even seeing the hotel that you're bringing us to? Yeah, so that was very surprising, and the way he treated me, the way he talked to me that that day was just awesome. Mm-hmm. About the lowest moments, we have so many lowest moments, so I can't even, and I don't remember most of them because our fights, nitim kipigana, mkirudiana, anything about kupigana inaisha too. You don't even remember about anything about the arguments. But then maybe there's this time we, we went to his auntie's place and he, I don't know what I said. There's something I said to him that got him really mad. 
and he was so mad that he, he had to bring me back to Nairobi and tell me to just ka kwa nyumba kusinifuate yeah i think that was a very bad argument because okay you when he gets mad he really gets mad so guys Meskia from the a point of being his best friend hanging out together to a point where they moved in you know making those bad days mega so okay we najua we mwenye unasikiza plus mimi tunasume Mike and Eva were really close so how did you react when you received the news about Mike's demise or how was it just paint that environment for us okay the, about the, the demise the person who told me about the news uh it was, i don't know it was he didn't really know what he was telling me because when he called me at first he told me because Mike had an accident with his cousin so what he tells me is that nimepel niko hospitali nimepeleka Charles hospitali so come to Gidurai 44 so i take a bike and go to 44 so when i get to 44 napata jump a very long jump then i realized that same place is where mike had an accident so this guy when i called him he tells me niko hospital fulani i don't remember the name you just ask around so i'm like okay niko hapo nimefika kwa bridge let me turn back so when i get to the supermarket that he had directed me to i call him again he tells me uko hapo hiyo supermarket and i'm like yes niko hapo so your boyfriend charles your boyfriend charles is is fine is in the hospital the other guy is dead so i start shouting and crying because he has given me a a, a type of information that akwa najua whoever he was talking to because the other guy he was talking about was mike and this charles is mike's cousin so i just break down on the road crying screaming and everyone is surrounding them because niko kwanduthi so they think nim tuanduthi ananiaras you get because of the way i was screaming and the way i was holding him yeah but he took me to the hospital i was trying to look for him because when i got to the hospital the doctors told me that there are two people in yameleto alikuwa kwa accident and they are both fine so i knew mike is one of them so i'm seated there and waiting so they tell me monyakoku see mike and when i call this guy again kumbe alitoroka na simu ya charles so he just wanted me to get to the hospital yeye atoroke so i i get i get in there naanza kutafuta mike and I'm, i'm wondering why is okay akwapi because i'm making calls to hospitals and using my friends with doctors around kuuliza various hospitals someone comes in and yeah mike akomata mgeni anania mike ako kenyata then there is someone who comes and tells me there is one person who has died then i cry i just sit on the floor and just cry i cried i think that was the time that i cried most in that hospital i sat down and cried women came from the road wanatoka kwa barabara wanakuja kuketi na mimi kwa floor to just tell me to sit down because one of the women ali realize me ni meru and she's a meru so she came to me akaanza kuniongelesha kimeru and telling me ni nisirash kufikiria about things maybe he's somewhere in the hospitals to lise so during all those conversations my mother was in nairobi so she was i had of course she had all the information so she realized ana ana realize niko in pain so much so anaamua kukuja kwenye niko she and she doesn't know a way around so 
anaulizia my dad who's far away atajui how atanisaidia so he's trying to direct mom to where i am so what happens my mom decides to call my my best friends they come to where i was by that time now i was calm something told me that okay mike is fine mike cannot be he cannot be gone because that was my biggest fear i don't know why it was my biggest fear i feared i just feared him dying because of his background and whatever the stuffs that were going on in his family so that was my biggest fear in that relationship so for it coming to reality was okay was not okay i i i didn't i really didn't want to believe that so when this neighbor of ours from where we were staying came akanyangi ah you see jali mike amegongwa kichwa akotui na kuma he just he just can't talk so we wake up or see and so I'm, I'm requesting niambe hospitali i'll go to mike says ilala like i cannot sleep is telling me enda ulali ko like what part of swizi lala wele nini wele kwa swizi lala so he insist wewe ka hapo and then some your mother is coming for you because my mother talked to him your mother is coming for you akupeleka nyumbani kesho asubuhi tunaenda mata na wewe mike is there so to some extent i i decide to believe that i believe now is fine so na napata nguvu ya kuingia nao where the cousin is kwenye alikuwa anafanywa as a minor surgery on his leg i get the strength to get in there so atae ajua ko in darkness so akozile za natuma because so many people are in his room he's trying to get people to go and help mike mbona amko kwa mike mbona amwendi kwa mike no one knows so okay when you on a job but hataki kutuambia me and him because he's in pain and my reaction to but they didn't know kuna mtu alikuwa ameniambia but still sikuwa naamini so my mother my friends get there they investigate they also know the truth that moment but they don't they decide not to tell me to confirm it to me because i knew i knew something i don't know so when my mother came for me we went back to the house that they were staying that is my mother so my mother decides to pray that evening and the words she is using to pray nashanga nini shida na yeye like what are you even praying anaomba like the the kind of prayer she gave inakuonyesha tu mike is not there or she's insinuating mungu hata ukimchukua we will accept so nikwa like do you even request god to just take someone yeah so it was really irritating and Okay, I'll call and pay clues but I didn't want to believe that. I really didn't want to believe that even for the whole week until I saw him now inside the coffin. Until I saw him. That's when I believed it. Yes, I think that's when I believed it. So, who did you first call or what was the first call you made after I was told that? Yeah. I made the, my first call was to to Joy. Joy's yeah. Joy is my best friend. Uh-huh. Yes. I think that was my first call because I called her crying kimwambia kimtakufa. I'll I'll die here. I'm dying. I don't even think she had me well. But alikuja. Yeah, that was my first call but, but I think my mother called her later kimwambia akuje ndio akamwambia nisham call she's coming. Yes. So who or um nikina nani waliku surround during that time? ni like friends wako wa gani relatives wa mike wa gani you know when you alikusaidia ku accept hiyo nini hizo news 
I would say the supporters from our friends, the relatives were even like in a way against me because they thought I would take his properties. They thought maybe I'm pregnant or something. So I couldn't say they were on my side because but they didn't want to do anything. So everything was just left on me. And my friends now took the task as theirs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was technically my close friends and even the school friends and people even I couldn't even imagine. So now we get kumbuka because the texts were many. They yeah, kuna to see kumbuka because it was a confusing time. I'm here, I'm there. Kuna kumbuka we are living with him. So sina pesa ya move out. I'm supposed to move out of that house. That is before the burial because I feared his family. If they would do something to me or I don't know yes. So I have a lot of things in my head. The barrio, how we'll get all that money because it's like to merushiwa. Like ni merushiwa because they're all saying I want a pesa. So I have to look for a way kupata to, to get that money. But I think that was not on my part sana because I had my friends. Yes, and yeah, and Kuhama Pia, because now that was another issue, because I had to look for a house, I had to move my things out, I had to look for transport, and I have to, and all these things have to happen in a span of one week before they bury you. Yes, and you remember there's also telling your parents, Do you know they didn't know? So you're unmasking everything, and everything now is just, it's just too much. Okay, so to me, Fika, okay, Mike, uh, Mike, I'm a pass, and Eva knows that, but you know, sometimes our mind just battles. Okay, our heart just battles what our mind knows, and sometimes the heart just doesn't want to believe. So, Eva Metwambia, she was surrounded by her friends, and you've heard her talk about her mom. Her mom is very supportive. I've met her, and you know. Yeah, so Eva, how did you deal with the pain and loss? Unajua, yo ilikuwa too much for you, you know, with the moving out, having to explain to your parents, kwanza mbono unaishi na uyu kijana, na hamko married, like, ulifanya nini, ulienda therapy, ama, nini, what activities uluku unafanya to take your mind off? Tukikumbuka, Eva is still, was still a student, mwenye alikuwa na wait her final exams, so ilikuwa aje for you. I, I don't think I had that time to console myself because immediately after his burial, I had to now think about how I'm going to do my final exams in campus. So when I got from the whole incidences in Asia, I had to think about when you nitahama, ni settle. By the time I'm settling, nikimaliza kusettle, I'm going to do my, my exams. So during that period, yes, I had my downs because I was that friend. It was my, okay, even helped me in my studies. So most of the times, Nikki Soma, I would feel I'm so down, so de- demotivated. I'm wondering if you are here, this thing that I'm reading would be easier, very easy. So it would, at some point, Nikki talk to and just, and just go to the washroom and cry and just come, come back to the library and read. So that was my pattern. I go to the washroom and cry, come back to the, to the library and read. And I really feared the exams. Yes, okay, normally people would say I'm reading, but I was reading, but then my mind was not, was like 40% on, on those notes. I even feared my results, so, but I knew these results would be so bad. So bad because of the concentration of the things I'm thinking about, the many times I tried. 
Yeah, so I didn't have that time to during that okay, I I had that time but if I was re I was free na sana depressed if I didn't have my exams. But also I don't think I would be depressed because my friends were like twenty four seven, twenty like throughout. Narushua ko yu rafiki kama mwingine ako busy na nirushia kwa these other friend yeah so I, I was really alone so during those breakdowns that you had you said you would go to the washroom and just break down who would you talk to afterwards uh, i would talk to sherry but i would not tell her yeah i'll just talk to her so sherry is also my best friend uh-huh. yeah i would call her and talk to her like Okay, jokes zake and to listen to her and telling me men are trash. Yani, she would just tell me about her, her stories. Yes, and whatever she's going through in the hard times and the exams. And I'll just talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that helped you feel better? Talking to people? Yes, in a, yes, in a way. Talking to, yeah, talking to people. Yes. Specific people. Is there yeah. anyone else you talk to, like your friends, okay, your relatives? Let us just say your relatives. My relatives, no. I wouldn't talk to my relatives. My mother would try getting things out of me, but I wouldn't tell her anything. I didn't want her to... Because I knew her stories, her talks would be long, so I didn't want that. And then I avoided talking about that topic because if my mother was to talk about the topic, she would go specifically to that topic and it would really make me feel like crying. So I would talk to her that I distract. Someone will talk about something else. Yes. Um, so what would you advise a person listening to this, yet they're still struggling with loss, or yet they're still grieving that loved one? I wouldn't tell them anything because, okay, I, I think everything is just a process. When dealing with loss, time, time heals. It's just the time. It doesn't go completely, but it's just time. You just take your time. With time, everything gets lighter. But it gets heavier too sometimes. It gets heavy sometimes. But you you are accepting things from time to time. And then, They cannot be fine with that. But then the burden becomes lighter with time. So speaking of time, it could take how long to accept that Ukweli, Mike is not here. Kuona like I can't call him. He we I know Aizi Rudi Kwanyumba Gioni. It could take like roughly how long? Just to accept to your fact na kusema okay fine he's gone. I I think I when when I realized he's gone is when I saw his grave. When I saw him in the coffin right there, I just knew you're now gone. And how was that burial day for you? I would think about a lot of things. I would wonder where are you, where he is, what he's doing, if he has friends, if he's happy. If I would think a lot of about a lot of things. even looking at his coffin, and I would you know. Okay, I don't know. I would just think maybe somewhere and seeing people and somewhere and detecting people who are faking it, people who did me. Okay, to some extent, I believe someone was trying to harm him or something but I, let me not say that but then i wanted to i wanted to believe that he's he's somewhere watching me and i knew i would be i knew completely i would be fine i would be fine because he would have wanted me to be fine 
so that alone will make me feel as those people yeah. so what gave you strength the most during hiyo siku kiona coffin yake inateremka nini likupea strength about mike's life like nini uliona ukasema okay you didn't do this and this but you did this and this and that was enough i think he lived his life to the best he knew how to 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 balance his life in hustling and having fun and he really he really struggled to be where he was so i knew he had given it a very good fight and in, and i knew when though he has gone without accomplishing everything he had done something great i was i wouldn't feel fine about him going because i felt he's so young and he had so much to do and he has accomplished so much and he deserved to be alive and enjoy what he had worked for but then again he was just gone so i can't say i felt anything good about it so the fact that he struggled to get where he was before he died gave you a little strength the fact that he achieved what he wants mm-hmm. to some extent I, let mm-hmm. me say like that 30% of what he wanted mm-hmm. yeah some dreams he told me were absurd mm-hmm. and then he like are you even talking of kujeng una are you making a calculation of 100000 are you even serious like we would even have arguments about that because mm-hmm. i want us to do this total it's 70000 like wow 70000 ebo angalia hapo just 800 and imagine you just do that thing i don't know where that money comes from but it just gets done mm-hmm. so he knew how to find his way out yes so Mike really okay and apart from his social life acha tuongelele his academics how was Mike he was a performer before he improved even my result mm-hmm. a really big time he added even to my result a lot of marks to it because he made me get out of my comfort zone and he was a, he was very smart and i think he was like a genius or something because of the things he was doing the way he was reading and the things he was talking even what you'd see him watching in the house yani vitu tu you'll see this is a gifted learner or something yes he was just not a some type of a learner or something he was a genius kind of thing in the way he came up with ideas and the way he executed ideas yeah uh, okay so to the last question as we finish this podcast what's the biggest lesson you've learned from Mike's loss Uh, the biggest lesson is that okay at this moment i always feel like i should learn to appreciate people when they are there so much when they are there and and then and take and not take every moment any moment for granted when i'm with someone i show them the love i tell them what what i feel and just show them the important at that moment but that doesn't mean i didn't show him it was important but at some extent i felt like maybe i would have done more maybe i would have reduced these times we argued for long to kuwe pamoja instead of kuenda bali na yani arguing and just keeping quiet i think i i learned to treasure and i also i learned to treasure my friends so much me si kwa mtu wa kukana watu and i really didn't like people's company 
and I didn't okay I didn't value friendships as much you mean I've got two friends since what okay I have many friends but my close friends I have two of them the close ones when you know my my things so at nikiingia high school siku make people who are closer that I would tell everything about me I would tell people some things but not everything even in campus until now I met Mike was now I would tell him extremely everything so this time of the barrier when people would support me and whatever any in one week from my friends I got a contribution of more than a hundred thousand was something that is my friends these are students there are people who don't have any earnings or something but I needed a, a huge amount of cash and I really got it from them so I learned even to appreciate friendships and I even got that heart of generosity I think he left that heart of generosity in me yes so there you have it guys hey at this point you and me can agree that this lady is really really strong niko sure nikisema this lady is strong podcast ikianza wengine wengine wangekuwa like ikoni amepitia nini si atuambie tusikie but you can judge but she's really been through a lot and she's a fighter cuz even from how she speaks and how she tells that story you can tell that this lady is really a fighter so thank you very much eva kwa kukuja kwa podcast yangu i really appreciate it for telling your story nikoshwe tu kuna mahali mtu uta inspire kuna mahali tu mtu atakuwa like ai kama ever lose like a boyfriend na she still stra- like she still going through everything so like akiwa tu sawa i can also do it so thank you so much that was a great episode and you can give your feedbacks guys through my ig uh, at gatweri_morioki and i'll really appreciate it if you share this podcast kama unajua mse mwenye ame lose a close friend a relative and you can share this to them you can tell them to listen to it and that's all for today guys thank you so much for tuning in bye